0: Hello, Pastor Steve Aldrin with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at the very famous Catacombs of Rome. So much there. We could do several podcasts on this. Amazing. We're on Rome.net. So let's get started. Again, thanks for being here if this is your first time. We're so glad you're here to all our other long-time listeners, thankful you're here. Keep on listening. But let's get started. They've got an extremely good thing about the reason for the catacombs, burials of Jewish, pagan, early Christian, Roman citizens in the catacombs began in the 2nd century. That's the 100s AD, ended in the 5th century. You know, they've just found so many uh, cities in Turkey underground, Christians, one city, 60 to 70,000 people, it's estimated to fold, again beginning at the same time, highly persecuted. So here's the reason for the catacombs. This again comes from Rome.net. Thanks for being here. The Christians did not agree with the pagan custom of burning the bodies of their dead, for which reason, to solve problems created from a lack of space and the high price of land, they decided to create these vast underground cemeteries. The catacombs possess a large number of subterranean passageways. That form real labyrinths that are several kilometers long. With rows of rectangular niches were dug out. The corpses were wrapped in a sheet and placed in the niches, which were then covered with gravestones made of marble, or more commonly, baked clay. Subsequently, the name of the deceased was carved on the cover, accompanied by a Christian symbol. We've done a deal on the Sibelian catacombs, and there's a Good book from, I think, the 1700s on that. Done a review of that book over at the YouTube channel. New Life of Albany. Roman law at the time prohibited burial of the deceased in the interior of the city, for which reason all the catacombs were located outside the walls. These separated and hidden places below ground constituted the perfect refuge in which Christians could bury their dead freely using Christian symbols, which, again, that's a study in and of itself got a book on that. Again, I've done a review of that book. I can't remember the name of it. I can picture it uh, over at the New Life of Albany YouTube channel. You ought to check that out. On signing the Edict of Milan in the year 313, the persecution of Christians ceased. Well, at least established Christians. Many other Christians weren't, (laughs) didn't cease. So, Christians began to build churches acquire land without fear of confiscation. In spite of this, they continued to use the catacombs as cemeteries until the 5th century. During the barbarian invasion of Italy in the 8th century, many catacombs suffered continuous lootings. For which reason, the popes caused the still remaining relics to be transferred to the city's churches. Some catacombs were abandoned and completely forgotten for centuries. There's more than 60 catacombs made up of hundreds of kilometers, hundreds, think about that, of underground passageways that hold thousands of tombs. Only five of them are currently open to the public. Catacombs of San Sebastino, Catacombs of San Callisto, Catacombs of Priscilla, which I find interesting, Catacombs of Domatilla, and the Catacombs of Saint Agnes. And uh, it tells you how to get to the catacombs and uh, that type thing. But again, it's, uh, it's an absolutely amazing thing that Christians literally, when they talk about the underground church, literally uh, were driven underground. And uh, I'm going to read just a little more off of... Uh, Wikipedia that just expands on it just a little bit. The first place to be referred to as catacombs was the system of underground tombs between the second and third milestones of the Appian Way in Rome where the bodies of the apostles Peter and Paul, among others, were said to have been buried. The name of that place in late Latin was LL, catacomus, a word of obscure origin, possibly deriving from a proper name or else derivation of the Latin phrase Catatumbus among the tombs appears likely to me, but that's just a guess. The word originally referred only to Roman catacombs was extended by 1836 to refer to any subterranean receptacle of the dead, as in the 18th century Paris catacombs. The ancient Christians carved the first catacombs from soft tufa rock. And uh, it says that comes from World Book Encyclopedia, page 296. And uh, there's catacombs around the world. They have s- lists several countries: Australia, Austria, Czech Republic, Bosnia Herzegovina. Um, that's all amazing. There are catacomb-like burial chambers in Anatolia, Turkey, in Sos, North Africa, and Syracuse, Italy, Trier, Germany. Then the decorations catacombs, although most datable is underground. Passageways and cemeteries also house many decorations. There are thousands of decorations in the centuries old, catacombs of Rome, catacombs of Paris, and uh, on and on and so forth. And then inscriptions, monogram of Christ, standing for Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, the Ichthus, the fish symbol. Fascinatingly enough, in recent years, unique strains of bacteria have been discovered to thrive in catacombs. (laughs) But I find that fascinating. Anyhow, I just, and they've got, I'm looking at skulls, Jesus and his 12 apostles, key row symbols, on and on and so forth. And uh, to me, it's just a fascinating testament. First of all, creation, excuse me, cremation versus burial, because we're in the image of God. Burial is the biblical practice. It seemed like the pagans always burnt. And so it was a a big enough conviction with them, they would go underground. And uh, just wanted to point that out. Wow. God bless you, thanks for being here with us. We appreciate you, pray for us. Maybe make a uh, journal or notebook of things you find interesting and share with your friends, family, church, family, neighbors. God bless you. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.